Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Koslowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Hey, girl, I have an amazing opportunity for you if you have a minute. Every single day, one of these recruiting messages is sent to an undeserving person who is baited to fail, fall victim to an MLM. We all know someone who has been part of a multi-level marketing scam, or we ourselves have been part of multi-level marketing or have just sent one of those messages. We've seen the hype around certain MLM products like LipSense and LuLaRoe leggings. And some products are legit, but some come at a cost that is higher than the product you bought. What happens when these companies aren't what they appear to be? What if they're actually taking your money? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Oh, what if they're actually taking your money? No way. No way. There's no way they can be doing that. Are you kidding me? I, you know, I trust those Tupperware parties that that my mom went to, okay? They seem legit. I forgot about those. My mom actually didn't go to Tupperware parties. There was a mom in the neighborhood that did the... Uh, Avon? Uh, the sex toy parties. Mm. They get together and then a bunch of moms get wine drunk and then like pass around the same vibrator. I would love to go to one of those, actually. That! Most one. Sounds like a good girl's night. No, I don't want to do it hard. I don't want to do anything hard. I just want to like. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, my God. No, I don't want to plan an event. Are you kidding no. me? That takes time and effort. I just want to go. I want to eat a bunch of dip and talk about sex toys. That's what I want to do. Fair. That kind of sounds like a Friday night for you. Yes, honestly, not that different than what I already do. Well, welcome back to another episode of White Collars, Red Hands. I'm Kishan. And I'm Nina. And today we're not just talking about vibrators. We're also talking about MLMs. I hope there's not too much vibrators. Actually, that's the only vibrator talk we have. Unless you want to talk about vibrators. We'll we'll see how I feel later. I should have looked up. um, I should have looked up sex party MLMs. I forgot that that was a thing. I'm sure you'd have to dig through a bunch of things. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Nothing I'm not willing to dig through. Oh, uh, <laughs> disgusting. Um, all right, let's get to it. MLM stands for multi-level marketing. MLMs are dependent on sales, and without your sales, your entire business is nothing. The way it works is that you come on as an as a contractor, and you need to sell the items that the company is selling. Obviously, it could be leggings, perfume, insurance, fitness plans, etc. Supplements. I had a bunch of supplements. friends in high school that got into like Herbalife. I think that's so. funny. I almost talked about Herbalife, and then I chose to go with a different one. They're a big one. They're a big one. Um, for the products that you sell, you then make a commission off of them. You are also encouraged to get other people to start selling for the company as well. And in return, you get rewards for bringing other people on. MLMs are legal, but pyramid schemes are not. And people often interchange the two terms. However, they're not, they're 
technically not the same. But they're like pretty damn close. Basically the same. Right? They're pretty damn close. Uh, okay. Um, the difference is that MLMs are focused on selling you a product. Pyramid schemes are focused on recruiting more members in the and the promise of getting rich. So basically, as long as you say you're selling something, yeah, it's well, and also like MLMs technically like you are more focused on selling a product versus a pyramid scheme you're just your focus is to get people to join uh, that's where the difference is so like avon is and mary Kay, they're technically not a pyramid scheme because they're like here are like my mom's one friend, she sold Arbon, and she was like, "I really like these products. I'm gonna sell these products so I can get this discount. Here, I'm gonna have an Arbon party. I want you to all like. I really love these products. I want to share them with you. And so she would have Arbon parties, but like never once did she try to get my mom to sell Arbon. Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah. Whereas like, I worked for a family that worked for what was it called? Was it World Ventures? Yeah, so they would um, sell travel packages. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they would do. I worked, I nannied for a family who did this, but they were like, and they would tell me about it, and they never tried to get me to join, but they had other nannies that worked for them join. Um, I think that they, I don't know, I think they, they could tell I wasn't going to go for it, but. I better say I'm an inherently distrusting person. Well, so whenever someone starts giving me the sell on something, I'm like bullshit. Well, <laughs> it, well, the whole thing also just sounded too good to be true because it was like you, which I mean is very. I mean, we're going to talk about that a lot during this episode. But like this specific company was like, you join, you join. And you sign up and you pay a certain amount of money a month and then you get to go on vacations. And I was like, you just like any of these vacations that you have available, you get to go on by paying this monthly fee. And they're like, yep. And I'm like, that doesn't sound realistic. And I mean, it wasn't cheap, but it was like pretty reasonable. I mean, you know, if you had the money and then they were like, yeah. And then you get your friends, like whenever they would talk about it, I knew it was a pyramid scheme. Like I knew what they were doing. And the family that I worked for, they were at the top of the pyramid scheme. So they were bringing in about a million dollars a year when I was working for them. The husband, the husband and wife both were making at that point, were making $500,000 a year when I was working for them. Um, but like everybody else who was below them, like the one lady who worked with, like she would help out with the kids. I remember that like she would talk about not having money. And I was like, well, how do you not have money if you're doing the same thing that they're doing? Like that doesn't make sense. And she's like, well, I don't have as many people under me. Well, and, there you go. And I was like. So you got to build up your base, right? Your base yeah. of, let's say, uh, I don't know, a, a triangular prism sort of kind of thing. Uh, yeah. 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 And then what's so funny is like probably, I don't know, probably like five years later, I was seeing this guy and he had gotten roped into it and he was selling it and he tried to recruit me. Oh my God. And you're like. No, and I, I, I he's like showing me the whole PowerPoint and everything. And I was like, bro, you're for real right now. Like, what the fuck? If, oh, my God. If ever I start dating someone and they pull out a PowerPoint to sell me something, I'm going to be like, 
I'm leaving. I should have. I'm leaving. Well, he was at my house, but. Yeah, yeah, that's worse. Yeah, it was worse. He used my own computer to show me the PowerPoint. He's like, here, can I I log into my Google Drive real quick? You're like, oh my God, no, dude. Oh God, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. That whole thing happened and it was like 11 a.m. And I just wanted him to leave my house because he had spent the night. And I was like, can you please go? And then he like did this whole 45 minute presentation. He's He's like, wait, 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 wait. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Just like, please stop pitching me, sir. Yeah. And I was like, isn't this a pyramid scheme? He's like, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. I was like, dude, this is a pyramid scheme. And like, you don't even realize it. Um, It's estimated like that guy I went on a date with that about 20 million people in the United States are involved in an MLM. And there are about over there are about 5000 new recruits every day. Oof. Fun fact, Bangladesh banned MLMs in 2015. MLMs have actually been around since the 1940s. We can thank Carl Renberg for the modern day MLM. Renberg had a vitamin company that ran in California, which was renamed as Neutralite by Neutralite. By 1945, he hired people who are using the product to sell the product. This was all fun and games until 1948 when the FDA ceased shipments of the vitamins because he claimed that the vitamins were curing diseases. Can't do that. Yeah. In 1949, two men, Jay Van Andel and Rich DeVos, became Neutralite distributors. Um, they ended up starting setting up their own company in 1959 to protect their distribution network since ne- Neutralite was getting so much flack from the government. They renamed the company Amway, and Amway bought control of Neutralite in 1972. Rich DeVos is actually related to Betsy DeVos, our former Secretary of Education. Ugh. Although not all MLMs are a scam, some are. So let's find out some that were especially bad. The DeVos family has a uh, bad history of investments. MLMs and uh, Theranos. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Woof. I, mean, I guess not that bad. They're fucking rich, but well, whatever. Yeah. Well, you'll find out. I mean, we'll talk somewhat about that right now. So what other play, better place to start than with Amway, since we're already talking about them? More like Scamway, am I right? <laughs> Amway. <laughs> Amway is short for the American way. Of course it is. What else could it be? Amway is the largest MLM to this day by revenue. And despite it being called the American way, the company has expanded to Australia, Europe, Asia, Africa, basically every major continent. Away, your way, Ashway, Afway, love all of them. Mm-hmm. The company sells supplements, beauty products, and household cleaners. Um, most people say that these products are just like really uh, cheap, shitty versions of better things that you can buy in the store for a much cheaper price. I thought you were going to say they're all the same. It's just the same thing, but in a different bottle. Basically. They're like, look, it's a cleaner. And then they just pour it into a like a mascara bottle. They're like, look, it's a beauty product. Oh, God. That'd be scary. <laughs> putting a bleach. Pill. Look, it's a supplement. Just putting bleach in everything. Terrifying. Like I said a few minutes ago, Amway founders have always been active in the Republican Party, wink, wink, Betsy DeVos, which could be the reason why they've never gotten into any real trouble with their marketing schemes. Um, They donate a lot of money to the Republican Party, so they, um, a blind eye has been turned to them. We'll just say that. It's very much like Enron until they're collapse fair to be honest the bush people to be fair them and half the companies more than half the companies 
all the companies. All the companies all have the their companies fingers give in politics. Money to both parties yeah, a lot. They do. They do. You're not wrong. Some have described Amway as a legal pyramid scheme. Amway's always been under scrutiny in one way or another. In 1979, the Federal Trade Commission looked into the company because it was found that they were fixing prices and overstating how much people would earn within the company. They did decide that Amway was not a pyramid scheme because the distributor, sorry, was not a pyramid scheme because the distributors were not paid to recruit new members. Members did not have to buy a huge stock of inventory to sell and distributors were required to maintain sales and the company and distributors were required to accept accept returns of excess inventory. So that is one thing that is different with pyramid schemes versus MLMs. Pyramid schemes usually want you to buy a huge uh, supply in order to sell yeah, where then you can't sell it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, however, Amway's legal problems were far from over. Given the fact that Amway is in multiple countries, their issues were not just in the USA. Back in the late 1980s, Amway committed tax fraud in Canada. DeVos and Andel were indicted for underreporting the value of goods that were going into Canada and also tax fraud. It was found that they defrauded the Canadian government more than $25 million from 1965 to 1980. That's a, that's a lot. Too. I mean, it's over 15 years, but between 1965 and 1980 with inflation? I mean, it's more than a million dollars a year. True. Yeah. The charges were dropped in 1983 because Amway paid up. They've also had a variety of issues in India where they were practicing illegally and that their business and they got in trouble because their business model was too much like a pyramid scheme. In India, literally the place with all of the scam call centers. Well, they're like scamming's our thing. <laughs> they're like, it's get not your thing. These fucking these fucking Americans. Yeah, coming you in. don't get to come here and scam. Appropriate our culture. Exactly. In 2010, Amway found themselves in trouble again in the United States. A class action lawsuit was brought against the company for fraud, racketeering, for operating like a pyramid scheme and misleading independent business owners or IBOs. And it's true. Most people who were part of Amway did not make very much money. And although it is stated that the average salary for an Amway um, distributor is $86,000, other statistics say that only 1.7% of people who join actually make a profit. 35% of people will lose money by joining the company. Hell yeah, that's the American way. Hell yeah, it is. The class action lawsuit was settled for about $56 million, in which $34 million was in cash and $22 million was in other products. Allegedly, operating as a pyramid scheme is not the only thing that Amway is guilty of. The company also has had some weird allegations over the years. One of the allegations is that the company, quote unquote, runs like a cult. Oh, uh, they all have to have sex with the leader? Well, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I would argue that all or most MLMs do need to have some sort of brainwashing element to it, or you wouldn't be convinced that it was a good idea. Um, members have said that Amway runs with a big brother mentality and it's careful of outsiders and people who are too critical of their business practices. Because probably because like if it's it's only good for people who are at the top. Yeah. And people who are not at the top are doing the hard labor. And I mean, honestly, this happened to one of my friends. She was selling Monet 
it was a it's a shampoo. What? Yeah, it's called Monet. It was it's a shampoo hair company. Honestly, their products are pretty decent. I I was like, I'll be um I'll be a friend and I'll help support you. You know, I'll buy it from you. And actually, I really did. I truthfully did like the product. I wasn't going to sell it on my own, but I was like, I'll buy it from you. It was pretty expensive, but I liked it. Um, however, I remember one of our friends. Well, it was more like her friend. It was an acquaintance of mine, but her friend was pretty judgmental of her, um, you know, joining the MLM and was like, you know, you know, this is a scam, blah, blah, blah. She had like, she like kicked the girl out of her wedding. She was supposed to be a bridesmaid and she ended up kicking the girl out of her wedding and like severing ties with her because she was like, you don't support me. You don't support my business. Like you aren't a real friend, like all this stuff. Huh. And it's it reminded me of that. Like this reminded me of that where it's like cut people out who don't agree with you. Don't listen to the negativity. Like people are out here to get you. They're going to tell you it's a bad idea. And I found it interesting. She would also go on Bubble BFF and try to like recruit people that way. Oh my God. I bet I bet these companies make a fucking killing in rural America though. <laughs> like where I'm from. Like, oh my God, people out there are like, what? Yeah, you just I can sell stuff and be my own boss and all this stuff. Well, that but, but that it's is shit, and no one buys it. Oh, that that must have not saved. But I had, but yeah, that is a huge part of MLMs because, um, like women are especially targets of MLMs because there's this idea. I mean, a lot of women who get sucked into this are women who stay at home. They're stay at home moms because it's like you can stay at home and you can also be a girl boss and work on your schedule. But in all reality, you are spending all your time working. You're spending all your time trying to sell this product that no one really wants to sell. And then you're trying to get people to join and all this stuff. It's not what it seems, but most victims of MLMs are women. And young people. Yeah. But mostly women. And honestly, if I think of all the people that I know who have joined an MLM, it's been women. I don't know any men who have joined an MLM. Not personally that I've seen, but... Depends on the MLM. I had some friends that were doing supplements, like male supplements. But, uh... The, um... From Herbalife? I don't know if it was Herbalife or another one, but there's one person specifically that he was like... Oh my god, he was a fucking like Andrew Tate kind of guy. Mm. Like, oh, wake up, morning, morning alpha grind set. You know, like you never fail. Like, uh, I they fucking they suck like Jordan Belfort's dick and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you know the kind of person, mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of guy, those are the people who do ML. No, yeah, they are. I mean. <laughs> The women that I know who have done it are not awful people, but yeah, it's because they, they promise freedom. I feel like well, to, to that's a huge thing. Rural is, women. Well, that's a huge thing because they pitch it to people who are struggling. They pitch it to people who you know are in debt, or you know, it, they pitch it to people who are in debt, or they pitch it to people who aren't making a lot of money, and they're like, they have all these promises of financial freedom and financial independence, and you're going to become rich. And then you see the people who earn cars because of how much they sold and like, oh, now I can buy a house. And really, it's just a very, very small percentage of people who are able to obtain that level. And then also when you don't obtain that level, they make you feel like shit. They're just like, you're not grinding hard enough. You're not doing enough. Things like that. When in all reality, this model is set up for you to fail. 
Statistically. Statistically. And Amway was no different. It's also said that Amway conferences would run very much like old style revival meetings from back in the day. Um, a lot of sensationalism would happen at these meetings. And they were... Uh, and given the organization's heavily religious background, it's not shocking that these tactics were used to lure people in. Do you feel the power of this new floor cleaner come over you? I feel it. I feel it, Lord. Oh, my God. This mascara's making her speak in tongues. And doesn't she look beautiful, everybody? I am blessed with the Lord. It is shining through me. Oh Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got a river of life flowing out of me. And that's the new product's name, River and, of Life. And these vitamins will make the lame walk and the blind to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was all, that was all about Amway. That's all oh, that I had. Was it? That was all I had. All right, well. Uh, they're still operating. Unfortunately, every single one of these companies is still it's, operating. Uh, None of well, them. I mean, I guess if nothing's, uh, quote unquote, illegal, and it's just extremely dubious and not great. Yeah, um, they're still operating. I do think this one, so the other ones that we're going to talk about today actually do have some ramifications. Okay. Um, I truthfully think that Amway has had less ramifications due to its deep political roots and its sticky little fingers being in politics um they do a lot of lobbying so it makes sense another health and wellness mlm that has come under scrutiny is advocare oh i thought you were gonna say something no let me guess that's uh, a portmanteau of advocate and care you're yeah oh wow yeah, find out it's interesting but you know we've been talking about this but many mlms are health and wellness based um advocare was founded in 1993 by charles regis and the name comes from advocates that care oh wow i, I had to be what a big brain fucking uh sherlock holmes moment i just had you did a great job wow you should do puzzles more often um, before founding Avacare, Regus actually worked for Herbalife. Oh, well, there we go. Another MLM that has had its share of controversies over the years. Many athletes have promoted Advocare and its products, including Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, and Becky Soderbrun. I guess all the people that know so much about health. Well, they're athletes. So? Other people tell them what to do. Well, no, that's why they know. They're not doctors. Yeah. I don't want Patrick Mahomes diagnosing what kind of cancer I have. I don't want him selling me fucking supplements either. He doesn't know how they He's work. He's like, I take this shit to run fast and throw the ball hard. You should too. I'm not throwing balls any harder from anything I'm taking. You don't know that. Except for maybe Viagra. Oh. Catch these balls. <laughs> um, much like Amway... Advocare portrayed themselves as a great way to become financially stable. Instead, the main way that distributors made their money was by recruiting more people to join the company rather than selling actual goods. That's a pyramid scheme. So you that, said so. That is a pyramid scheme, and we are going to get to more about that. Because of its promises to earn unlimited income and attain financial freedom and to quit their regular job, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, 
ended up investigating the company due to its false claims. It said that 90% of distributors made less than $250 a year. And a huge reason for this is because MLMs make it so that every penny you earn is put back into the company, um, creating a vicious cycle. Purchase these products, sell the products. Now you, because you sold all those products, need now you need to buy more products in order to sell those products. So just the profit margin is very small. Oh yeah, which absolutely. is what happens when you put middlemen into a supply chain, right? Yeah. Like the more people in the middle, the less profit margin there is for each person down the line. So if you're yeah. just a random per- like, and especially because they're probably not making it, they're probably buy like contracting someone else to make it and then receiving it and then shipping it out to these individual sellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not going to be any money for you to make. That's how business works. Yeah, that's how it works. The FTC claimed that the company was actually a pyramid scheme and Advocare had to pay $150 million in settlements. Obviously, Advocare denied these claims, but promised that they would stand behind their distributors and follow new guidelines that were placed upon the company to ensure that they would still be in business. So this is where at least this this one's really short, uh, this story, but at least this one had some ramifications to it and they had to change some things. Under their settlement with the FTC, Advocare was banned from multi-level marketing. The company started paying based on actual sales, and Advocare still is in business today. But they had to like change their entire business model. They had to pay people out. So at least they're like doing what they're supposed to be doing now, but there's no like you need to recruit, things like that. But people are still selling their supplements. I feel like almost I don't know if this is controversial or not. I feel like every supplement company is a lie. Yeah. Like there's no way if 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 you sell anything that actually helps me, there's no way there wouldn't just be a medicine that does it. There's so much money in making medicine. Yeah. That if you can prove the claims, they'll just do that. A mul- so you don't believe in like multivitamins or I- taking mul- vitamin B? As, okay, so most vitamin supplements that people take, unless you have a proven deficit, yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't really do much. Yeah. Um, there's been some evidence that vitamin C works. Yeah. Um, but not most others. At, at least, unless you have a deficit. Yeah. Like vitamin like, B might, like, wake you up. Yeah, it does. A little bit, you know, like, so, something like that. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think multivitamins really do much. Yeah, I need to get my vitamin A level checked actually. But, yeah, but um, if you go to if you go to a doctor and they're like your iron's low, take iron. That's different. Yeah. But if you just take a bunch of like a pill with just a bunch of shit in it in the morning. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think it's well, and you have to be careful with multivitamins too because they're fat soluble and you can like take too much. I also think it uh, from what I've heard just gives you expensive urine. Yeah. Because you usually just excrete, a lot of you it just out. excrete all of it. Like yeah. your body doesn't absorb it. Yeah. I did have to take vitamin D. Actually, I should still be taking it. In Is that a euphemism? No, but my levels are really low. <laughs> okay, get in and go in the sun, bud. Uh, do you see this pale skin? Yeah, you Do you might. see all my see my porcelain complexion? Yeah, I know. I, one does not simply go into the sun when you look like this. Yeah, you look like you get a sunburn in Forks, Washington. I probably would. The Twilight City. One of my students asked me the other day what... <laughs> He was like, why does your skin look like that? And I said, like, what? 
And he goes, it's so light. And I, and I said, yeah, I was, I was like, I was just born like that. And he goes, it looks like milk. And I was like, yeah, kind of does. He's in, he's only in kindergarten. I mean, you do got that. You got that like, uh, like 1800s, like, like Victorian. I got tuberculosis look like I totally definitely could. You you got that. Especially since I got long COVID and my, um, dark circles under my eyes are so much more pronounced. Yo, people people liked getting it though because it was actually it made it, it made people look good. Like tuberculosis, they were so pale. Yes, it became like a oh god, it it, it became known as something when it was like the consumption, but it was like a like the lover's disease or something because uh-huh. it made people look more like pale. Yeah, more pale, which was like closer to beauty standards of the time. So they'd be like, people would be it's like, like God, people, I wish I get tuberculosis. <laughs> so it's like, it's like when people are like getting those tapeworms in order to look skinnier. Yeah. Next, we are going to talk about a more infamous MLM. And I know you've all heard about it. LuLaRoe. Yeah, we've all heard about you it. You haven't heard about LuLaRoe? No, we've all heard about it. What do you say? Anyone who hasn't heard about it is obviously a, a loser. We we definitely we definitely do you live under a rock? It. Whoa! What are you talking? I've heard of Lou Larue, Larue. You have not. I can tell by your are demeanor. You, I own a pair. <laughs> yeah. You would not. You would forest, never wear these. Forest green. You would never wear these pants. Okay. They have. You would never. Um. There is actually a Netflix documentary about. The, well, there's actually multiple documentaries about this company, Lula Rich. Uh, I forget what the other ones are called. Wow, okay. But yeah, there's multiple documentaries about it. LuLaRoe was founded in 2012 by Deanne Brady and her husband, Mark Stidham. Stidham. Um, they got the name LuLaRoe from their first three granddaughters, Lucy, Lola, and Monroe. Um, That's stupid. Move on. I know someone named Monroe. Okay, Monroe's not dumb. Just finding their three names to make another name is dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, this is just a fun fact. The couple are Mormon and they have 14 children. Insane. Also, all of these places have like a religious undertone to them, which. Interesting. Shush, shush. Interesting. Shush, shush. LuLaRoe sold women's leggings and other clothing items. The leggings were bright and flashy. And to be 100% honest with you, they're ugly. They're so ugly. I don't think so. That's why I bought a pair. One thing that made these products extremely popular was the fact that they would only make limited supply of a style. And so once that style sold out, wouldn't be remade again, which caused people to buy them in a frenzy, like Stanley Cups. Oh, I was going to say like Yeezys. Or like Yeezys. I didn't know that Kanye made Yeezys. Uh, so, you know, these like, okay, so I didn't know that they were Yeezys. I thought these shoes were just ugly, and I was trying to tell. Oh, yeah, Yeezys are fucking ugly as shit. Yeah, I didn't know they were Yeezys. And then I was trying to describe them to my friend one time, and I was like, the Crocs that look like they're for running. I, I know the exact ones you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the yeah, ones, yeah. the Crocs that make, look like they make you go fast. And she was like, Yeezys? And I was like, yes. They look stupid. They look they're stupid dumb. as fuck. Um, the way LuLaRoe works is that they recruit fashion consultants. That's when you 
That's what you become when you join their team. Um, you are required to buy at least $500 worth of inventory, and then you get bonuses for selling products and for recruiting new people to sell the leggings. It was suggested that fashion consultants keep around $20,000 worth of inventory on them at all times, which is insane. Um, in 2022, they did reduce their startup price by 90%, but that is because of all the controversy that happened with this company. And also like, I'm sorry, I think a $500 startup cost for something like this is still kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, like, I yeah. know if you're, if you're starting a legitimate business, like $500 isn't that much money when you're starting up a business, but like, this just seems like a lot to me. How many pairs of pants do you get for that? I don't know. Let's look. Like, if I spend $500, you send me, like, what, like, 10 pants that I got to resell at, like, I don't know, 70 bucks a pair? How expensive are they? Like, 70 I don't know. bucks? Let's look. Let's, they're expensive. I think they were between, like, 50 to $70. Too much for leggings, I think. Wait, I mean. I think is the, the, the end point we're trying to hit. If <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I won't pay this much for leggings. People will pay a lot of money for leggings. Um, Not unless they're those TikTok booty leggings. Those are cheap and not well made. And the waffle print, woof, so cheap looking. I hate that shit. Well, it makes your ass look fat, though. That's the point. I'm about to say, I was like, well, I no one's looking at any of the other parts of the leg. I am because I don't like the fabric. Maybe I'm just jealous because I don't have a fat ass. Okay, that's what it actually maybe is. Maybe about the leggings. But maybe if I bought the leggings. Um, but yeah, it's too much money to spend on those leggings, especially like. For the quality that they were, like, I know Aloe, A-L-O, that workout brand, their mm -hmm. leggings are super expensive, and so are Lululemon. Yeah, I know that. I know those are expensive. I've, I don't own any of that shit. Um, but LuLaRoe was wildly successful. I feel like a lot of people I knew either bought the leggings or they were selling them. Oh, only one so far. Okay. Only one so far. In 2016, LuLaRoe reported that they made $1 billion in sales. In 2017, they, were, they had about 80,000 fashion consultants selling the clothing. Although business was booming, trouble was around the corner. In 2016, customers started complaining about the quality of the clothing that they were buying. Customers were reporting that the leggings were ripping and getting holes after wearing... Sorry, getting holes in them after wearing them. Sometimes this was happening after only one wear. Also around this time, there were issues with LuLaRoe charging sales tax on clothes in states that do not charge sales tax. So if you were like ordering them in Pennsylvania, they were charging you who knows which states sales tax. And then people were like, hey, stop doing that. Yeah, and they really. didn't do anything about it. Because if you lived in one of those states, you'd fucking know. You'd be like, why is it not the oh, exact yeah. price? That it said it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who would go because where I grew up in Ohio, I was about only an hour and a half from the Pennsylvania border. And I knew people that would go shopping in Pennsylvania just to avoid the sales tax. Well, it's like it's like 11 percent here. So I guess if you're buying something, expensive it's enough, definitely not that high in Ohio, but probably not. No, it's pretty high in Illinois. I think we have one of the highest sales tax. Our sales tax is higher than New York. That sounds about right. Because when I went to NYC last year. I purposefully looked at the sales tax and it was only like 8%. Yeah, I think in Arizona it was like 6. Yeah. I, th I think that's more typical for it to be about 6%. But we, we just have a high 
we have a really high sales tax here in Chicago. So them charging the sales tax on clothes in non-sales tax states caused the Better, Better Business Bureau to give them a rating of an F in 2017 for failure to address these issues and the quality of clothing issues. In 2017, customers brought forward a class action lawsuit against the company. In October of 2017, there was another class action lawsuit that was brought forward in California, which alleged LuLaRoe in misconduct, including unfair business practices, misleading advertising, and a breach of contract. In the suit, it also alleged that Lou LaRoe encouraged consultants to borrow money, take out credit cards, and even claimed to tell consultants to sell their breast milk in order to make money. What? Yeah. To buy the products. That's breast milk sells? There's a well, market for I that? I didn't know that until what now. What the hell? Would you buy breast milk? Would you drink breast milk, Kishan? No. Not unless I was forced to. As an adult, though, you wouldn't. You just don't want to try it. Why are you saying this like like it's, it would be a normal thing for me to say yes to? No, I feel like I might try it. I don't even drink regular cow's milk. Well, me neither. If but- I don't want to drink milk from a cow's titty, why do I want to drink milk from an adult person's titty? I mean, I drink it out of a coconut's titty. Coconuts don't have titties. Yeah, they do. Have you seen those things? Look how round they are. Okay, they look. Oh my god. Because you can't squeeze them. You fucking can't take this woman anywhere near a beach. All right. Oh, no, you can't. She's going to fucking freak out. Uh, there's more than one ocean. Am I right? What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Ocean. Oh, because oh. you're there. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. <laughs> uh. The company was continuously pressuring consultants to purchase more product to sell. And people were encouraged to buy more products and to have their children, quote, eat SpaghettiOs um, in order, because he was like, the, the owner was like, just buy your kids SpaghettiOs and then spend the other pro- money that you would sell on regular groceries into buying our product. I'll do that as an adult. I'll eat SpaghettiOs as an adult. I have never eaten a SpaghettiO in my life and I don't want to. Pretty good. Pretty good. Really? Are they not mushy? It might be a little mushy. Yuck. I feel like that's a taste of your childhood, and if you missed that, you're not going to like it. Fair enough. It's like Hocus Pocus. I did not like that movie. Oh, my God. Whatever. Most people who invested in LuLaRoe didn't actually make any money due to the fact that they were constantly pressured to put money back into their business like we were talking about earlier. Now, do I think that is an annoying, shitty business tactic? Yes. However, you are an adult. And you do make your own decisions. And at the end of the day, no one had pointed a gun to their heads, forcing them to buy more product. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying, like, honestly, with all of these businesses, it's like, is it shitty? Yes. Should they get in trouble for their business models? Yes. However, you did make choices. Fair enough. Um, in 2018, LuLaRoe was sued by their chief clothing supplier for $49 million. They claimed that LuLaRoe hadn't paid them for seven months, and they accused the owners of having shell companies so that they could live extravagant lifestyles and use those shell companies to make it look as if they did not have any money. Um, I looked into this. Now, maybe if I had watched the documentary, they might have revealed something that I couldn't find. However... That was not proven. Do I think they probably had them? Yeah. They were making so much money and they were shitty. So yeah, I, I believe it. 
because also the owners really flashed their wealth a lot. Um, there's actually a lot more on this story than the other stories that I looked into mainly because of the fact that these owners don't really keep their mouth shut ah, and they are bad choice. Yeah. And they're really flashy with their money. Like they're really flashy with their money. In the lawsuit, it also claimed that the business model was not stable. It was shown that in one month, LuLaRoe's revenue dropped from $200 million to $100 million the next month. So one month they made $200 million, the next month they made $100 million. Um, in January of 2019, the Washington State Attorney General's office filed a lawsuit against the company as well as its founders. So they sued the company and its founders. Um, the lawsuit stated that LuLaRoe was in fact a pyramid scheme because it focused on recruiting new members more than it focused on selling the clothing itself. It also claimed that the company was misle- the company was misleading with their claims of income, which is true. Um, their clothing supplier came back with a vengeance and demanded that their assets be seized. The company in turn, so then LuLaRoe countered sued the clothing supplier. There were hundreds of new cases of complaints that opened up and caused LuLaRoe to get an F again from the Better Business Bureau. This same year, LuLaRoe moved its major distribution center from California to South Carolina. This move caused over 100 layoffs in the company. I I think that they moved it, number one, because they were losing revenue and it's cheaper to operate out of South Carolina versus California. But California also has extremely strict uh, employment and labor laws. Um, and I don't think South Carolina's laws are as strict. They outsourced, but instead of to China, they just went to South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Same premise, though. Um, in February of 2021, LuLaRoe did agree to pay $4.7 million for the Washington lawsuit. This money will be distributed to the consultants that live in the state of Washington. LuLaRoe is still in business. However, it is not as successful as it once was. Um, their business, their practices do seem to be getting better because in 2022, the Better Business Bureau did give them a C rating. Hell yeah. C's get degrees, dog. C's get degrees. It is a passing grade. I will say that I have not seen as much of the LuLaRoe craze in the past few years. I actually thought that they were not an operating company anymore based on the drop off that I had seen, but the clothes are frumpy. The clothes are not cute. Hence I why like I only have one pair. Yeah, they just don't do it. Yeah. They don't do it for your butt like the TikTok waffle leggings. Yeah, those. Those. I got seven of those. Are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, one in every color. I was double cheeked up. I if I like under- it, I'll get it in another color. If I like it, I'll just get it in another color. Okay, but I actually. If I see it and I like it, I'll just get it in another color. All of my pants are the exact same kind of pants, but in different colors. So, I mean. Hey, girl, want to go broke? No, thanks. As we learned today, MLMs sound like a fantastic opportunity to run your own business, be your own boss, and create financial freedom. However, as we've learned, they are more trouble than they're worth and often bring about more financial hardship than financial independence. Anway, Advocare, and LuLaRoe are all examples on how if something sounds too good to be true, probably is. Next time you want money fast, selfie pics on the internet. It's not that fast. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's fast for some of us. But others, it's work. You just got to go on hobbitfeetfinder.com. Got to get that grind set. 
Gotta get that. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I've never even heard that. <laughs> I've only heard it recently, and it's it's pretty disgusting. I hate that. No, you're right. The grind set? Hell yeah. Gotta get in the right grind set, uh, bros. Hell yeah. I want to vomit. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. That's right. Ugh. Do you also crack an all raw egg into your mouth every day? Uh, yeah, and then I start hustling right afterwards. Hustle culture. Oh, what time is it? Oh, time to hustle. Let's go. Okay, on that note, if you want to hear more, if that wasn't enough for you and you <laughs> and you want to hear more, you can check us out on Facebook.com slash white collars red hands. You can find us at Twitter at white collars dot wait, what? Twitter at white collars pod or X, whatever. Yeah, who cares? I don't care anymore. It's gonna destroy it. So it's gonna blow up anyway. Um, we're on Instagram at white collars underscore red hands. We're on TikTok at white collars red hands. We're on YouTube at white collars red hands. Please go, please go check us out there. Give us a sub subscribe, please. Subscribe. Hit that bell notification. Yeah, our last video popped off. It did better. Thanks, guys. We like, really appreciate that. Yeah, y'all like online poker for some reason. I should have looked prettier, but that's okay. That's fine. You know what? You I am setting this video. <laughs> I'm setting realistic. It's cold in this house, okay, and I left my sweater okay. at work. I literally left it sitting in the chair. I know exactly where it is. I got to go get it tomorrow. I got to do the walk of shame into the office and get my sweater. Anyways, where else? What was I just saying? Yeah, support us leave on our social medias. Leave a review. I don't think you said Yeah, a well, yet. and also comment, like, subscribe, all that stuff to help us out. Um, Interact with us, please. Help. Um, <laughs> if you want another way to support us for free, you can give us a rating. We are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are the two places you can leave ratings. We love a five-star review, but uh, we will also take an honest review. Fuck that. Give us a, just lie and give us five Honestly, stars. Honestly, can you please just give us five-star reviews? That's all we need. I don't care need. anymore. I'm, yeah, done, I'm, I'm done. I'm done asking for honest feedback. Just give it, just I honestly do. I honestly, <laughs> I, I really don't even want honest feedback. I want you to lie to me. I want you to be, make me delusional. Yeah. Don't um, make me feel bad. Yeah, I just want to live in. Guy. I, I'm just a, I'm just a girl. I'm just a little teenage 31 year old girl. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, what else, Kishan? Oh, if you've got an idea, if you hear about a white collar crime and you're like, Dinah and Kishan should talk about this, send it our way. You can DM us on any of our social media platforms. You can also email us at white collars pod. At, wait, wait, what is it? White collars red hands at gmail.com. The name of the show, dude. What? Nina's tired. She needs to go nappy. <laughs> that's why she wears her, that's why she got her blankie on. <laughs> she needs to go nappy. <laughs> Just finish the I show, can't. dude. Come I don't on, even man. know. I was going to say something, and then I forgot what I was going to say. Um, an, an unfree way to support us is by buying our merch. If you go to our website, whitecollarsredhands.com, click on the merch tab, you can buy something. And word of mouth is also a great way to spread the love of our podcast. The best way to spend podcast cheer is by singing it loud for all to hear. It's past Christmas. What are you doing? I'm just trying to bring happiness back into the earth. Okay? Good luck. All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on another episode of White Collars, Red, Red Hands. Hands.